0: 1995 Rewind, a podcast where we talk about the films made in 1995. I'm Fraser Ruddick and I'm joined from the other side of the world by
1: Ryan Richards.
0: So I was just eating some spaghetti with uh, bits of broken plastic in it, and you would have been waking up having a bowl of uh, what I can only assume is Cocoa Pops. Is that the breakfast of choice for you?
1: You are—you couldn't be further from the truth, Fraser. Um, first of all, I'm not a breakfast guy. <laughs> who, who eats breakfast? You've you blown my mind there. I'm more of, a, more of a glass of water.
0: Everyone in the world has breakfast, everyone <laughs> but you apparently.
1: I, I just thought it was like a, an Aussie thing, no? I can confirm, zero Brits have breakfast
0: you have nothing what you have a glass of water and that's it
1: that's all yeah i mean don't get me wrong it's a pint like it's not just like a a small glass
0: if if that makes it any better still water. there are are no carbs in it whatsoever (laughs) all i'm saying how are you supposed to have the energy to be doing this podcast this very first episode (laughs) when you have not had a full breakfast again i have had a whole pint of water
1: so i mean though i haven't had breakfast a pint of water i feel will do the job
0: Unless I'm, I don't <laughs> know. Right, are, right, you a, are you a medical right, profe- you. Uh, pro- professional? fraser i'm not i'm not i'm merely here to talk about the films of 1995 (laughs) that's
1: a fantastic segue good job fraser bringing it back there
0: (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) all right so how how this show works is uh at the end of every episode we'll have a hat with an undefined amount of film titles in it i'll pull one out and that's a movie we'll watch and then talk about on the next episode no matter how little we actually want to watch it
1: I, i i can't wait for some uh some of these movies fraser Having, having done <laughs> my due diligence, I cannot wait.
0: Well, I, 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 I've, I've kind of made it for this first uh, first episode, the first drawing of the hat, that I haven't put two bad films in because I don't really want to scare away the entire audience just by <laughs> pulling out some crap like Carnosaur 2 or something. And, and that's
1: why you're the leader, because my, <laughs> my hat would have been filled with Tank Girl, Carnosaur 2 and Top Dog. And nobody's here for that. Hey,
0: I for- I forgot it about Tank Girl. Is it too late for me to slip that one into the hat?
1: Uh, I believe so. Yes. If it stops us watching uh, Tank to, Girl, not- it definitely is too late for you to slip <laughs> that into the hat.
0: Not to pull too much behind the curtain. I mean, I mean, it could be in there. It could be in there. As I'm as I'm writing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> So, because this is our first episode, we will be talking in more of a broader sense about uh, the films in 1995 and just really mm-hmm. introducing ourselves, getting you, getting you guys used to our beautiful voices.
1: Yeah. Um, I was trying to think of uh, ways to introduce myself best, um, so I thought I'd go with uh, my trip advisor from work that describes me as a um, friendly and uh, welcoming staff member. So hopefully uh, our fans will do with that information what they want and I can live up to that uh, fantastic review.
0: Well, I hope so. I mean, I'm going to put that on the podcast description now. Good, good. I mean, I I also watch movies if that helps. I I, don't know if that's a
1: a prerequisite.
0: It is important for you to be able (laughs) to watch movies. If I had invited you to be on this podcast and you were not interested in movies, then we may be running into a little bit of trouble there.
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, I feel (laughs) there's probably a corner right in the market. For a podcast of one guy who really likes movies And one guy who just really doesn't Just listening to his bored His bored tones As he sits there watching Top Dog For the second, third time Yeah, but
0: all he's gonna do the entire time Is be like, I fucking hate movies Every <laughs> fucking episode You yeah. get me on this show And you're making me watch these goddamn movies And it's like, yeah, because uh, it's called The Movie Podcast <laughs> He's like, I didn't know that at the time
1: Let, Let's not pretend we don't love watching a Man Struggle right containing his anger yeah are you telling me you wouldn't enjoy a podcast where a man just gets angry really angry every day watching movies yeah i would
0: hates. i would and that's 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 why i invited you on this show <laughs> wow, and uh, all the the films from 1995 that you're going to have to watch I mean, and i was hoping that's that's where we'd really end up
1: i mean you are fortunate because before this started i had no idea about 1995 really as a year of movies it wasn't a I don't know I've never had it in conversation where someone's come up to me and gone yeah well
0: I wanted to ask you about that because you're on this show because of a tweet I put out Mm -hmm. and when you saw that tweet which said there was a podcast about the films of 1995 did anything spring to mind straight away or did you have to do a bit of a Google and be like what the hell actually came out in
1: 1995 yeah Um, well what mostly sprang to mind was uh, here's my chance at fame and fortune Um, once those kind of Dreams quickly settled when I realized that uh, the podcast well is over full of uh, you know white guys chatting about their movie uh, experiences. Uh, I
0: wait. So you, you're telling me that you're not on this because you you really really loved 1995 films. <laughs> you just wanted to be on any podcast. Could have been about anything. It could have been like I mean, self help, it... and you would have been <laughs> interested. Don't get me wrong. I've been trawling
1: the podcast uh, Twitter scene for quite some time now, waiting, biding my time, Fraser. And here you are You think you've caught a whopper When in fact what? What's the opposite of a whopper That's but, but really dangerous you're, you're, you're an Aussie man You've got dangerous animals Give me something A shark You've got kangaroos, a shark
0: Kangaroos are pretty, pretty ca- ca- bad That's they, they don't live
1: in the sea That doesn't work for the analogy Or do they?
0: have you just given them an extra
1: terrifying dimension that i i was previously oh, well, unaware i don't even of.
0: know what a what a whopper is what well, oh, i'm sorry. Not thinking, thinking sorry. Of burger king whopper it,
1: it, maybe it's a british collo- a colloquialism but uh, it basically means a, a prize fish i mean i oh, assume okay. so i'm i'm not a, a big fisher but uh, yeah yeah let's go with a prize right. fish
0: um but anyway Look, i digress. i wish you luck on your fishing podcast <laughs> yeah, yeah thanks, thanks for joining us guys Yeah uh,
1: Trouts. How do you feel about trouts? Um, yeah, no. So, <laughs> yeah, man. Like I saw the tweet, and uh, yeah, I just. I mean, I've got a ridiculous passion for the movies. Was the um, the main thing. So obviously, seeing it's a movie podcast, which just thoroughly excited to kind of get involved with that, and then uh, instantly the next question is, you know, what what was out in 1995? Because I was uh, what the age of eight. So my true passion for movies probably hadn't um aired itself to my uh, to me yet so yeah uh, went and checked out did a bit of a google as you would do and, yeah, yeah um, found a ridiculous slate of movies which uh, pleases me because if we were talking about some awful year then it would be a uh, significantly more challenging i feel but luckily uh, yeah yeah you've you've you pulled out a hell of a year. What what um what made you go with nineteen ninety five is the uh, the real question, I guess.
0: Yeah, honestly, I I I hadn't chosen nineteen ninety five because I think it's the best year for film. But it's a really interesting year in that it's not one that generally people remember mm. as being you know, oh wow, that was the year for films. Yeah, there were some really great films that came out. But for me, it's all sort of those films that I've seen many years ago i've really enjoyed and you do forget about them but then when you remember them you kind of think oh yeah yeah that that one's that one was great yeah uh but so they're kind of forgettable but in a good way because when you do watch them they're uh like and I'm, we are going to watch the films for this podcast, so I, I hope they are as good as, as I do remember. I'm almost but, certain I mean, they really... be,
1: Fraser. I'm almost certain several of them are going to be significantly worse. Sorry to burst that oh. bottle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I thought everything would be great. All
1: I'm saying is I remember Judge Dredd as being pretty fantastic when I was uh, 13 or 14, and I'm almost certain... It doesn't hold up. Oh. oh. I mean, I've made a claim. I've made a claim. And I've probably, you know, uh, segregated our our hardcore dread podcast uh, listeners, but... What are you going to
0: I do, don't, eh? I don't think anyone loves Judge Dredd. I think people were like, eh, eh, when it came out. But no one, no one is thinking, like, that was a fantastic film. And wow, you know, I would I mean, listen to an entire podcast li- just about <laughs> Judge Dredd.
1: I like to think Stallone
0: enjoys it, right? He's got to have some love for it.
1: Maybe we can get him
0: on. <laughs> you think he's just got that on his DVD pile and he's like, oh, what'll I do today?
1: I mean, I assume... Ooh,
0: Judge Dredd. That's my favorite.
1: <laughs> I, I assume it's that, or my my mum will shoot, or uh, what's the what's the porno he did? The Italian Stallion was that it? It, oh, yeah,
0: it. Yeah, you couldn't have been. Oh yeah, yeah, couldn't have called I, yeah, it the Italian um, that, Stallion, uh, could he? Yeah, that that was it. I'm pretty sure it had another name, but that that is what it's known as. <laughs> that's
1: uh, just fantastic marketing on whoever made that porno. Good job, good job, that guy. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yes. but yeah, to bring it back, man. The um. Yeah, I, I what I find really interesting as well is uh, uh doing the research that 1994 is apparently universally recognized as a fantastic year for cinema. So like with that it's, it's interesting to me to then like explore the year after, such a kind of like defining year yeah. of cinema, do you know what I mean, to then like delve into like <laughs> what happened after the year everybody really enjoys. Everyone's got their 1994 podcast, but who's doing the year after, guys? That's us. (laughs) That's
0: <laughs> I haven't actually checked if there's a 1994 podcast, but you know, even even in doing... Same for me, doing the research, there are really, really great films that came out of 1994. Yeah, But um, yeah, 1995 is almost... Oh, 1995, you get the sequels. You get the sequels. <laughs> that's guess. true. And that's what
1: everyone loves, right?
0: If, they, if that's something everyone loves in this day and age, it's <laughs> oh, the sequels. Yeah, sequels are better than the original. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, man, like I think overall, from what I was looking at, it, it just look to me as kind of like a, a, a real mixed bag of a year um yeah it plays plays that there's some true highs man like in animation in particular obviously with toy story being released um you've got some huge flops in there uh looking at you Waterworld, and yeah uh just some really really weird movies like uh i mean you're looking at showgirls dread mortal kombat babe uh, they literally made a movie about a talking pig as a I don't know It's just a really Really weird year um, Yeah there. yeah. Uh, but yeah no, But I yeah.
0: mean I mean, Things like Babe uh, I, I'm assuming it was Worldwide But Babe Here Was It was crazy big And everyone loved it
1: yeah, I see I find that interesting Because it's For me From what I remember Of Babe It's such a like Quintessentially Like British thing It just seemed like Really like Villagey Little guy on his farm. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure they got James C- Cromwell, right? He's he's British. I'm pretty sure he's British. I'm I'm claiming it. If if I, I'll do he's, my research um, and oh, clarify I, I, next episode, but
0: yeah, I, I I assumed he was uh he was American because I've seen him in so many American films. But that, uh, that sounds I mean, like I, you, bloody that, Aussies, giving
1: yeah. all the credit to the
0: Luminyanks. I'm assuming they filmed that here in Australia because there's so many Australian people uh, sure. involved in it and, sure. and that would explain why it was so it was so huge here. But that's like a film that I remember when I saw it, it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's good, it's cute. But that's one that I'm actually really interested in, in revisiting yeah. because, as an I adult. mean, as an adult, uh, and I mean, I was 12 in 1995 when these films came out. So I think something like Babe, I was kind of getting into that, that year of like, it's the, my first year of high school. So sure. watching a film like Babe is something that I'd have to do in secret. Yeah, you nerd. I'm going to school secretly going like, home, oh, watching uh, a, your, your talking that, pig that, movie, that crap film. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think I do remember that having charm to it and um Mm. so i I don't know like it's it's going to be interesting to go into it now being like okay i need to be positive i need to see you know what this really brings for me um and honestly i may get completely annoyed i remember the little mice doing the doing the little um (laughs) what are they called um like the in between scene things, I remember I, I yeah. wanted to kill those mice. So <laughs> I, think I, I think they I that may not such, have changed. Uh, for me. Um,
1: disdain for for those mice, man. If from what I remember of them, they were just they were just chill, throwing out cracking wise. They were basically the uh, the aliens in Men in Black, right? Just sitting there, let, letting the main protagonist <laughs> pretty, know pretty they got jokes, and that's that's it. Maybe I'm remembering Babe wrong. But, I, I don't know.
0: Well, actually, if you look at like the. Um, like the, the box office, mm. uh the top of the box office. Babe isn't even up there. Like I assumed that would be like number two or something yeah, like man. that. But it's um I mean I'm looking at uh box office mojo, so I don't know how, how reliable that is, but I looked at it I looked at it. Uh, it's uh, Babe's uh, down there at twenty eight underneath bad sure boys.
1: See, um I'm yeah. gonna my, my source when I say source I mean Wikipedia don't don't tell anyone it's um as as legit as any um yeah like i found it really really weird so like and again i think like the top 10 for me uh represents like my overall impression of this year and it's just a random mixed bag of movies you know what i mean you've got toy story at top uh quality animation you've then got a bit of po- pocahontas isn't there you got a, cu- a couple of comic book movies you've got seven rocking it for for the th- uh, thrillers um and then jumanji casper family adventures like it's just a real and then you've got apollo 13 in there which is some quite hard sci-fi and yeah it's just just again you just show that random like mixed bag like if you look at the the top 10 now what like um you gotta assume it's probably what seven comic book movies you at least know there's at least a, th- yeah. a through line there right um
0: yeah. yeah, well, what I'm what I'm looking at here, I mean, you've got Batman Forever, yeah, as number two at the box office, and and yeah, I remember that being a really big film, but I'm assuming that's a film that people kind of hate now because they've been with all those comic book films, sure. they've they've had so many big crazy ones now and even for like Batman how much that's changed because of the Nolan films and then number five number five on the on the chart was Ace Ventura When Nature Calls (laughs) second Ace Ventura film which no complaints like I loved that film then it's been a really really long time but I'm also a huge Jim Carrey fan and I'm sure I will enjoy it when I do sit down and watch it again but it's just really surprises me that that is so high so high in the on the list yeah, yeah. It's, it's a strange and especially one. when like you've got things underneath like seven and and something like seven is something that is known for still being fantastic sure. to this day i mean nobody's saying like oh wow what a quality film ace ventura 2 was <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah
1: it's but i guess it it comes down to that um kind of horror element right like um that ace ventura is uh a little bit more I don't know universal i guess with its kind of age rating you know, you're gonna get more footfall through that whereas i guess seven you are narrowing that market just you know just through the through the age rating of it alone um
0: yeah yeah and when you're talking about films that did well at the cinema as well i mean most people were going to see fun films. And I guess films like Seven back then, these days people are really, really into horror. Horror is hot property at the moment. Yeah, But back then, I mean, horror horror has been around for a very long time. I mean, maybe Seven is more of a thriller, I guess. But uh, but anything, you know, anything horror-ish. Back then it probably was... Was struggling a bit, yeah. And Seven no, probably that's... did really well for that entire genre at the time, and now it's probably become much more of a uh cult hit, I suppose.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I get one of the big things from uh research in the year came out was the state of horror is uh, well, for me, like it just poor, really, really poor. Um, <clears throat> but then with that, I, for I, for when for for, for 1995,
0: 1995 yeah, saying? yeah, just like, like if yeah. you if
1: you Google just even the the minimalist bit researched um yeah like there's just nothing um yeah the, like, I,
0: I did that as well i googled 1995 horror and yeah. it's like wow and yeah. i i really do love horror films so i've definitely chosen the wrong year to make it <laughs> yeah, yeah, haven't yeah. I? So, same here man like i i'm i'm a big
1: a big huge horror fan and like but what you do notice i think is with the likes of seven is like a, a coming of the thriller almost do you know what i mean that kind of it it, it's because seven plays as a horror for me well from what i remember man i haven't seen it for a little while but it plays as a horror yeah um but just coated in like serious drama with like you know big name actors you know uh you got fincher um and yeah so it plays to as this kind of grand horror almost but I, i guess it's uh more similar to kind of silence of the lambs you know what i mean um where it's a, a bit yeah, more prestige yeah. about it whereas and outside those sort of, of films
0: that... were that was kind of the time for thriller really yeah. like in 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 the 90s thrillers thrillers were a lot more sure uh they they had had a lot more ground than than horror i suppose yeah
1: um but yeah like in terms of horror it was just awful Um, Well, I mean, again, yeah, I'm looking
0: now and I mean, I mean, it's just coming up, you know, Village of the Damned, Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers, Demon Knight, Candyman (laughs) 2, The Ice Cream Man. Like these are, these are pretty ridiculous um, films. Like I've seen all of those. (laughs) Um, I think, I think uh, if you search
1: search long enough, you may uh, eventually come, come across Jack O, which I found particularly intriguing. So when that gets in the hat, uh, let me know.
0: Um. Oh wow. There, there are, there are just, there are just too many films. I don't know if Jacko can really make it. To
1: that. <laughs> um. Yeah. And like being a big horror guy as well. Like my, um, my instincts always go for Stephen King. That, that's my kind of in. Is there any Stephen King going on? Yeah. And uh, all I found for the year, right? You've got Mangler which, from what I can tell, oh, is horrific. Um, I believe it's about a... Yeah, I think um, that's about like demonic a demonic folding, possess- folding machine folding Yep, yeah, yeah. One of his better stories. One of his uh, more famous stories. <laughs> uh, and then you've got Children of the Corn Free and uh, uh, yeah. Dolores whatever it is comboline or something like that I don't,
0: I uh clayborne i think yeah, yeah. I think something like that um, yeah which which I, I have seen but at the time i i didn't actually like it yeah oh, really? uh, and i was I, I was the same i was really into Stephen Stephen king uh adaptations yeah. and i really loved a lot of those mini series like the stand sure. um um i can't even think of the other ones that's what, it mate what else <laughs> just the stand <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just the stand, the Langoliers, I loved, yeah. and yeah, all, all, all those it, yeah. So, um, but yeah, so yeah, I, that was one that I, I found, I found quite disappointing. Even though I do, I love Kathy Bates, and I, I, and I wanted to like it, but I don't know. Maybe I'll revisit it now as an adult and and enjoy head, it a lot yeah. more than that. I think that's a that's a big thing as well, like having been at you know so, like a a young age and seeing films and not quite understanding them i mean there's a lot of these blockbusters that i haven't actually seen because they kind of weren't made for my age range they were very adult and they've just been ones that i've just never really had the chance to to sit down and watch even even now and well i suppose you know now i will have the opportunity (laughs) to watch them
1: no no completely agree man um when i was uh compiling uh the list i I was trying to you know uh look at what i think what for me, play as the biggest movies of the year, and there's at least I'd say four or five that I know, obviously through my uh, knowledge of movies and conversations with people that they're considered big movies. So you're looking at Crimson Tide, um, Clueless, Apollo 13. Um, uh, that they're, they're three big big movies of the year that I'm looking forward to actually experiencing for a first time. You know, I, like I I never I wouldn't have seen it in 95 haven't had the chance yep. to in the in the year since and uh yeah it'd be nice to kind of uh kind of approach him and then with the rest of the say so, uh my list had seven casino usual suspects braveheart all uh, movies that i i look forward to kind of just re-analyse just analyzing you know I mean? on, a, on a bit of a deeper level it'd be uh interesting to see how yep. how they play now
0: so did you say you haven't seen clueless
1: yeah i haven't seen clueless man
0: it's it's apparently that would be really but... really interesting for you to watch mm. now because it's very nineties from Yeah, what I was going to say it's, it's like quintessential
1: nineties movie, right? It,
0: it is, it is, and and it's a it's a great film. I mean, it's always been a great film, but mm. uh, you coming in cold and not having grown up with it, yeah. it it might not read to you at all. It might be like, oh, this is really dated and just yeah. doesn't work. I
1: mean, Alicia Silverstone, right? She's the lead. She's pretty. Yeah, I can can enjoy that, right? There's Paul Rudd. Well, yeah. People, people like Paul Rudd.
0: (laughs) Everyone loves Paul Rudd now. Back then, though. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, true, true. Maybe, maybe 90s Paul Rudd is less like Paul Rudd. (laughs) Well, Paul Rudd did a few films uh, around that time because he did. uh, He was in Halloween Six: The Curse of Michael Myers, and that, and he did another one. um, uh, I don't. That might not be 1995, but I remember seeing him in a film called The Size of Watermelons. I'll Google that now. I swear, if it comes up, just actually telling me um, what the size of a wallet watermelon is. That's what you're getting. You're getting a lot of variations about watermelons.
1: And thank you for our watermelon Uh, uh, fans. Thank you for listening, guys. Okay, size of
0: watermelons was 1996, so unfortunately we will not be covering it in this podcast, but I didn't really really want to anyway. Tears everywhere. Um, But yeah, that's like Paul Rudd was actually really busy around that time, and uh, it's kind of great to see how well he's done, because I remember went back then when he was uh don't like using the word but nobody mm. i i actually was a fan of paul rudd back then i he was in films that i i enjoyed such as clueless and yeah, halloween yeah. six so so what you're um, saying is really you, nice uh, see he's doing the, really the well. hipster
1: the hipster back then ahead of the curve you were like yeah this paul rudd guy man walking around telling all your friends paul rudd <laughs> he is gonna be huge everyone's man, like nah cut I'll, it I'll, fraser cut it man we're too busy watching who who were who the big actors of 95 alicia silverstone that's what it's, we we love Alicia Silverstone, and there's you pounding the uh, Paul Red drum.
0: We don't want it, <laughs> well, Fraser. Yeah, and now I now I can say stuff like, oh, you know what? I I liked him first. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Which how how often do you do like do you, like
1: just in the supermarket browsing uh, browsing <laughs> browsing whatever it is you eat over there? Oh, do you, do you know this guy's I, uh, Paul Red? Paul Red. I was head ahead of the curve. Liked him first. Yeah, maybe if we um say the word "Paul Rudd enough," he will eventually hear this and join us.
0: Look, every time like an Ant Man film comes out, um, um, everyone's going crazy over it. It's like, yeah, <laughs> but you should have seen him in the size of watermelons. <laughs>
1: and they're like, "Is that that 1995 movie?" Oh no, no, 96. 96. Good, Good year oh, for movies. That wasn't a great year, was <laughs> it? That's right. Yeah, I heard this podcast about 95 being the year.
0: I hadn't really thought about this, but who, who would have been, who would have been considered like big actors in 95? I guess, uh, Jim Carrey, definitely because Jim Carrey was super busy sure. around that time. Uh, cause he, he, had, he had done, um, uh, Ace Ventura, uh, the mask, the mask yeah. dumb and dumber. Yeah. And, and of course, uh, in 95, he, he did both, um, Ace Ventura, when nature calls yeah. and Batman forever. So, so he was huge back then. I think, uh, I think, yeah, I'm trying to think of other actors. I mean, yeah, man, Adam Sandler so was only like, really starting uh, out because Billy Madison was only in '95.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, man. In terms of actors, it's a weird, it's a, a weird one uh, for me. The what kind of came out the most was how many. Um, I mean, I don't know how awkward it is for our, for our podcast, but it would appear Kevin Spacey had a hell of a night in '95. Um, that is correct. Yeah, uh, he was in Usual Suspect seven, two of the what probably two of the biggest movies of that year. Um. Yeah. So yeah, like kind of like his rise. You you had Brad Pitt obviously rocking the seven as well. Um. I did also notice for a little bit is you had a, a bit of Leo, a bit of Leo in '95. Oh yeah. He would have been what? 16, yeah. What, what was 17? Leo
0: doing? He, he.
1: Yeah. So he he um turned up in Basketball Diaries. Apparently, never heard of it.
0: But a pa- right. yeah, good. no, I've I've heard of it. I've all, I remember always seeing the VHS cover, oh, but really? it wasn't something I've ever seen. Uh, I, I feel we, we will have to throw that in the hat. At uh, some well, point I mean, at point it'd be it,
1: it'd be remiss it's... if we were to disregard uh, a Leo movie, right? And um, he's also in *Quick and the Dead*, which, if I remember rightly, uh... is enjoyable i am
0: unsure if i've seen that one there's there's quite a few films that i'm unsure if i've seen mm. and and will only know if i've seen them <laughs> on rewatching uh, watching them it. so that that sits there on on that for me yeah, so um, eh, then, Leo.
1: yeah like in terms of if, if you start looking at directors, well you got mel gibson Um, a big year for him with braveheart uh um, you've got George Miller rocking it with Babe, uh, uh, David Finch, uh, uh, Kevin Smith Hang on, well. hang on.
0: You can't you can't say that George Miller was big around that time. What, because he did Babe? Hey, hey. That's hey. one film. For what? All, all he's done For one. is he did the Mad Max films like a long time before. And then he, and po- then he pops up yeah, right. with Babe and, you and don't possibly, think- possibly Babe 2-Pig in the City. Hold on. This doesn't this yes.
1: doesn't play as big to you. So he, he has come off. The Mad Max trilogy right Everybody's loving it Everyone's thinking this guy is the shit I assume, I don't know I wasn't, wasn't around in the, in the late 80s Well I mean I was around in the late 80s But I wasn't talking about uh, the popularity of Mad Max um, So he comes off the, the back of the Mad Max trilogy And he's like do you know what I'm going to do I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to do a talking pig movie That's what I'm going to do you, Surely that must have been fire in 1995 right Imagine the Twitter scene if it was around in ninety five and you're watching George Miller having created a fan like one of the best kind of action movie franchises, uh rock up and just be like, Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do a, a family friendly talking pig movie.
0: Uh, to be fair, Mad Max three beyond Thunderdome was nineteen eighty five. Yeah. So that's ten years yeah. later he so, did babe. So are you saying so they've forgotten? Things about can him. change in ten years. Yeah,
1: maybe. I don't know, like I don't, I don't know. I, I maybe I'm um, over hyping the the draw of George Miller. What we need is well, some, maybe uh, he maybe he had kids
0: or something, and yeah, then wanted yeah, yeah, to do yeah. films for kids. Because remember, Robert Rodriguez did that. He went from doing like really dark films, and then like popped out the Spy Kids yeah. films and the Shark Boy and Lava Girl because he wanted to make uh, make films that were appropriate for his children. But sure. he's not uh, speaking. As far of, as I'm aware, he's still doing pretty dark films.
1: Speaking of Robert Rodriguez. It's a fantastic segue there, Fraser. Uh, he was about doing uh, Desperado, coming off. uh Aha, Yes. Is it Mariachi? Was this the the first one? It was the like it kind of sequel to that, right? If I if I remember. El, El
0: Mariachi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I I've I've um. Hmm. I think I think I've seen Desperado. I don't quite remember it, but I haven't seen El Mariachi. If that's yeah. called, I need to look that up. Um. But I have watched like a documentary on it and was oh, really? super, super interested in it. So uh, yeah, so I, I, I really um respect uh, Robert Rodriguez as like a low budget filmmaker sure. or as, as he used to be. I'm sure he has he a lot more money to work with. <laughs> yeah, spends, uh, like to pick yeah I'm, I'm super, super interested in that, in seeing that film. But oh, sorry, I can't watch that film because now I'm stuck watching films from 1995. So Desperado, it'll have to be.
1: There you go how unfortunate for you i i'm sure it's the better one
0: right it's the better one of the two um but yeah like yeah there's just well he had more of a budget for desperado i think i think that's the difference yeah
1: yeah 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 true because yeah from the, is it, i mean if it is a Mari- mariachi that's a super super low
0: budget right yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah and then did mildly well as is the way Someone turns up, gives him a shit ton of money.
0: Yeah, it gave him the opportunity to do Desperado and and everything since. So I yeah. mean, it's it, it's definitely uh, ticked some boxes for people.
1: Yeah, um, but yeah, man, there's just the list of directors with movies. Man, like you, like I say, you got Mel Gibson, got George Miller, got Michael Mann, and Scorsese as well, rocking it this year. Yeah. The only disappointing yep. thing is a lack of Spielberg. It would seem.
0: Oh, no Spielberg in in 95?
1: Yeah No films at all not that I can see, unless I'm uh, mistaken Which is usually the case Um, Yeah, I couldn't find any Ah,
0: that's actually super disappointing yeah,
1: Yeah, very disappointing, right? But on the flip side, you've got Ang Lee doing Sense and Sensibility So,
0: pros and cons? I don't care Pros and cons Why would I care about sense and sensibility
1: <laughs> but, uh, t- uh, To be honest I was just shocked That Ang Lee did sense and sensibility That, that it, uh, blows my mind I don't I'm confused Really,
0: really It, it would have blown me. my mind if you had mentioned that Before George Miller went from Mad Max <laughs> to doing Mate, Babe Listen right <laughs> just,
1: Maybe you Aussies just really don't appreciate your own But George Miller over here Superstar okay you can do no wrong
0: he made Babe. But he hardly ever works. <laughs> this is the problem with it, George which Miller. Which gives I mean...
1: him a mystique. <laughs> it gives him a mystique, right? You're, you're waiting there, anticipate for that next George Miller nugget of joy, and then he rocks it with Babe, or Babe 2, or Happy Feet. Like uh, yeah, that's yeah, but now now I'm
0: nervous. Like because he waited all that time to do the fourth Mad Max film. Aren't you a little bit nervous that one day he's just going to pop out with Babe Three? Um,
1: not uh, uh, you've used the wrong word there, Fraser. You you've gone for nervous when I would go for excited. Okay, or um, <laughs> what's another word? A really good word for just pure anticipation as I sit here waiting for the uh, Babe trilogy to uh, finally conclude itself. I mean what have you, at the you end say of babe that too? but then Did... we're
0: going to do a babe episode and <laughs> you're going to be like oh no no I, do, I, I like you're like I don't I don't, you're not going to do like a 90 uh, I'm not sure what what year um babe pig in the city yeah. came out or whatever that year is podcast because I don't want to be stuck having to watch that one Well
1: it's going to happen Fraser when we run out of years to to cover okay eventually one day we're going to have to eventually do babe pig in the city mate it's going to happen Get over it now. Accept it.
0: But do you know how many films there are in 1995? We could have this (laughs) podcast for pretty much ever. There is no way we will ever cover every film in '95. But at the same time, we kind of don't want to. I mean, there's definitely so many poor films in there that that we don't want to watch, like, uh, I don't know, like Carnosaur 2. I mean, we will have to watch that one at some point. I mean, I feel
1: like we've mentioned Carnosaur 2 enough. That it deserves a place It's uh, it's earned a place Upon the table Um But yeah man For In terms of bad Like Just awful Pan movies It's uh It's a strong year It is a strong year I, I mean Yeah just, just from like uh, Again the the research man You've got Cut Cutthroat Island like, Cutthroat Island Yes That happened What is it What is it with 95 And ridiculously high budgeted Water movies They I don't. Yeah, first of all, none of them. Yeah. Are, no one in this list is James Cameron. So first of all, you're going to struggle in Water because he's the only director apparently who can make it work. And yeah, Waterworld and Cutthroat Island man are just two huge, huge bombs. Like, I mean, I'm absolutely thrilled. Yeah, well,
0: is Cutthroat because I had completely forgotten about Cutthroat Island until you mentioned it to me yesterday. Yeah. So is it considered a good film or a bad film?
1: Well. I,
0: I mean i guess it depends on the circles you're running
1: uh, i mean i remember it it's, it's weird it's one of the movies that for some reason sticks out in my mind as i, I must have caught it on tv or something and as a kid obviously pirate yeah. movie you're in right it could be it could be the worst of the worst you're in there's pirates um but from what i know man like that movie it got a kicking People were not fat I, I Oh think, yeah, I think it's the combination. Is I think it's got that same sort of Waterworld vibe, man. That combination of big kind of budget, um, pretty big actors, and as soon as you get that, the kind of pressure's on. I think, and uh, from what from what I've heard, it does not deliver. So I'll be interested to see how it stands up because I I also think, man, like things like Waterworld and Cutthroat Island, where it's this big, um kind of practical adventure you just don't see anymore like like i can't remember the last time there was a big kind of practical adventure movie so it'll be interesting to see like how um how they work now just just watching movies that aren't drenched in a kind of cgi background fighting cgi enemies um yeah i agree and
0: that's so that's so much of the charm of 1995 and around that time in that there it was before all that cgi And you will never see films like this again. Like that, they are stuck in that time. And I was having this conversation about CGI and practical effects to somebody today. And they were saying about like in the future, do you think we're going to be at a point where they're not using real actors Mm -hmm. and it's all just going to be CGI? And and I said, well, you know, no one's going to really want that because it's, it's, it's not true. But then the thing is, it's all about the money as well, because think about it. Like, everybody would prefer practical effects over CGI. It it just looked better. It it looked true. Like, even though, like, I don't know. See, this is my personal opinion, Mm -hmm. but I don't like CGI. I I think it just looks too fake no matter how much you master it. I just don't connect with it. I would connect better with quite poor practical effects and I, I guess because I know that they've gone to the effort to make this, just having some nerd sitting on a computer yeah. making CGI, I mean, it doesn't connect to me yeah. as much as knowing that somebody's gone out there and made all these effects. And it just makes it so much more real. So uh, I I think you're never going to get those practical effects back mm-hmm. because budget-wise, it's so much cheaper to do everything CGI. And it's really unfortunate because overall, I think people would prefer... Much more practical effects, and I know with the um, uh, Star Wars film, the uh, the um, JJ one, um, yeah, uh,
1: Force Awakens,
0: Force Awakens. Yeah. I remember them saying they put in a lot of practical effects in that one. I I know there was still CG in it, sure. but they made an effort to put more practical effects, and I, I thought that was really good, and it and it um and it worked. But obviously, a film like that that has such a huge budget, yeah. they could do they, it. They but I, I it, yeah. I'm sure if he had. Any choice he would have done practical effects for everything, but there's you know only so much you can yeah. really do yeah. until the studio like, is I like that. Ah, nah, no way.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know where I, I fall. Like, I mean, I I agree totally that obviously with practical effects, there's a charm and it does look better on screen. Like, if you're comparing, you know, and you've just got that the the whole. So, like Alien for me is the the prime example of that kind of practical versus cgi alien lives to this day man you watch on a blu-ray it's still as beautiful pristine a movie as it was in in agreed when it was released 79 um whereas if you look Mm. at any sort of movie um that's cgi heavy it has such a a, quite a short shelf life um in terms of like uh, that's that's a big thing with toy story actually one of my biggest kind of misgivings is that the cgi just doesn't hold up now like if you compare toy story one to toy story uh three there's a world of difference um in that quality yeah
0: that's interesting because i can't say i've noticed a difference but if i did put it side to side mm. i mean you're saying it is different oh, so uh, well, for I, me i believe Matt, you yeah. i believe everything you say <laughs> thank so. you that, that's what i like to hear um, um but yeah like <laughs>
1: uh yeah like for, for me i think cgi though is it's, it's such a such a important tool i think and i think when it's done well as well um you don't notice it and i think that's the issue is that people tend to be quick to point out bad cgi but then if you look at yeah Pretty much every movie released this year, there's going to be elements of CGI. Even if it's just you know the background city, the uh, the hustling street or whatever, sometimes that that stuff gets CGI'd in. You just don't notice it. Do you know what I mean? You just assume that they're That, still being that the is scene. true. That is true. Um, so yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah, it's definitely definitely a tricky one. But yeah, for for this year, man, um, your 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 point stands where you just don't see these kind of big budget all practical movies. Um, so it'll be, yeah, it'll just be interesting to see how they, how they held up.
0: Yeah. And what I always think about the films from uh, this year, from 1995, mm. is that there was, uh, there, there is no perfect film in it. And I think overall, most of the films you could look at and be like, oh, they're a bit cheesy, but they're, yeah. ch- they're so charming. And I think comedy is something that was really, done really well then as well. Yeah. And I think, that comedy still holds up now because I'm thinking to the comedy films of that time. um, I enjoyed them back then. And I think they're films that I will watch now and still really find really funny. I don't think the comedy is dated. I could be wrong. I could be wrong as we watch them. I could be watching them and and saying, Oh, this is, this is terrible. And even, I guess, guess for if there's films that you haven't seen and you watching for your first time, Mm Although you're you're English, so you've probably got a totally different sense of humour. than Oh, me. I can
1: confirm we do. You've you've seen Monty
0: Python, right?
1: I we're, we we have our own oh, brand yeah, of just uh, love that. Our own brand of humour. <laughs> um, yeah, it's interesting you say the comedy actually, because for me, comedy as a genre in in, in general is probably one of my least favourites. Um, in terms of, I don't know, I don't know. I just I tend to struggle with a man like so, like if it doesn't hit me right like i'm just out and uh i find that i have very very kind of specific tastes as well um and i also find this is kind of my thing with comedy that i oh i find it very kind of um disposable so for me like you'll go to the cinema in that moment you enjoy it um a big one for this is borat man like I, i remember having the most wild time in the cinema watching borat but then after that like it just doesn't. I don't know. It just doesn't play. Like I, I, I can't find myself sitting at home on my own watching Borat and laughing to myself. Um, I think yeah, like in the yeah. in the moment, uh, Borat
0: is a sort of film you need to be sitting there with a bunch of friends. Sure. I think. I, I, I didn't really like Borat that much when I first watched it, mm. and I think it, it is that style of comedy where everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's so so sure, funny! Sure. It's the funniest movie ever!" And then you watch it and you're like, "Oh, you know, it's funny, but..." but calm down yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. like the way people go on about family guy yeah family guys all right it's funny but you know calm down it's, yeah, yeah, yeah it's not that like um, insanely funny
1: but yeah so like for for comedy i, I just find yeah I, I i just find it as a genre probably my, my least in, in least enjoyable and i do think that with comedy the um The aspect of how long it's been as well affects it so badly so what people find funny in the early 2000s you know early 90s is so drastically different to what is generally funny now i mean obviously there's you know there's there's things that stand the test of time because they're always gonna be funny you know spinal tap airplane they're classics for that very reason those jokes stand up So it'll be interesting to see kind of like the comedy of '95. Um, I I think Ace Ventura is going to be the the kind of big one, man. Because I because it was such a big movie of that year, it's so kind of it epitomizes um, '95 almost. It'll be interesting to see how that holds up
0: now. Um, yeah, have you have you goes. seen both Ace Ventura films? Uh, yes, yeah,
1: so I remember Ace Ventura the original very specifically. I mean, mostly because of the really weird Miami Miami Dolphins shout out. I mean, I don't know how much they paid Miami Dolphins, but uh, that 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 stuck in my mind. Right. And thus, I was always a Miami Dolphins fan for no reason. I don't watch NFL, but if I do, Miami yeah. Dolphins are my team. Um, yeah, okay. so I mean, I haven't seen them in a long, long time. Um, yeah but uh, you
0: liked them at the time
1: yeah yeah yeah. i mean as a kid obviously i think it's hard not to like um jim carrey's uh mugging off at, at the camera um i seem to remember yeah. was there a bit where he's in like I, I mean i don't know what country he's in i'm gonna say african for now until proven otherwise i uh, think it was
0: africa yeah, yeah
1: where he's where he's in like a headdress and doing some crazy dance uh, i don't know yeah i mean as a kid
0: yep that, that, that stuff is hilarious
1: as a full-grown adult yeah. with uh, knowledge of the world, I will be interested to see if it holds up.
0: Yeah, I guess I, I guess slapstick is uh, it's a bit more of a immature style of comedy. Sure. So as an adult, yeah. um, I can't really think of much slapstick now that I like, but back then, when Jim Carrey was doing his slapstick sure. thing, I was obsessed with it. I loved yeah, the Ace yeah, Ventura man. films. The, um... I loved everything that he did. And and I, um, last time I watched the first Ace Ventura, I uh, remember not, like, liking it as much but mm. but having said that that is a film that i watched a lot when yeah, i was a yeah. kid so i kind of know it really well so to watch it now it's like oh you know it's it was just a bit boring because sure. i just knew it through and through so i didn't i didn't hate it but i just wasn't you know, yeah. rolling on the floor in laughter. I haven't seen the um, Ace Ventura when nature calls for for quite a while. Uh, but so I, I loved it. I loved it when it came out. Well. I, I saw it at the movies. And but uh, but I'm I'm very picky. I'm very picky about my comedy these days. I, there's not many comedy films that come out each year that I have loved. Yeah. There'll be maybe you know one or two the you know, things that I that I kind of like. But I think as I'm getting older. I prefer smart comedy. Yeah. But having said that films that were in that time, such as Tommy boy, I still think are really good and funny. And even if I'm not rolling on the floor laughing, I can really appreciate appreciate, the comedy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, man. Like, yeah, it's such a weird one. Comedy again. Like for me, it always comes back to, I, I, I always view comedy as kind of like, Condiment, do you know what I mean? Like, I I think comedy is done best when it's not when it when it's outside of a a comedy movie. Um, if you've got like an action movie that just people are saying some funny stuff in, like that that is more enjoyable to me than specifically this is a comedy movie. You're going to laugh. Like, I don't know, it just doesn't doesn't hit for me. Um, but yeah, Yeah, I mean, Tommy Tommy Boy is a random one because like
0: I much prefer. I much prefer a, a serious situation with comedy thrown into it yeah. rather than like, this is it. You have to laugh. Like I yeah. prefer, I prefer when it's just kind of in that everyday lifestyle thing. Yeah.
1: I think it, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just more useful to kind of diffuse those different uh, emotions you're feeling in this You know, when, when something's tense or you've just had, I don't know, some intense horror, yeah. horror bit, and then they drop in just a slight bit of comedy. I think that, Like, uh, uh, Get Out is um, a prime example of that, man. Like, uh, it's a fantastic movie. And they have those kind of horror notes, and then they undercut it with those genuinely funny stuff. I I mean, obviously, it needs um, genuine comic timing from the actors. You need a good writer. You can't just go undercutting everything with comedy, because as you see in a lot of Marvel movies and Star Wars these days, it doesn't always work. Um,
0: Yeah but I mean I, I guess that that falls under smart comedy which is my which is my style of comedy ah, that okay. I really love in that it's 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 that comedy that is kind of you're not laughing right then and there but it's sure. in your head later on yeah, and you yeah, think yeah. about it a lot you come back and then to you it, chuckle yeah. to yourself that's the kind of comedy that I like yeah. so obviously that was not the comedy of, of 95 but you know
1: yeah it'll be interesting to see if uh, any of that if, if, if we can spot any of that uh, smart comedy I'd be, uh, be intrigued to see um, yeah. In terms of ninety five, oh though, man, uh, so I, when I was uh, doing my research, went through and um, was kind of compiling like a kind of random, random list, random movies that uh, kind of stuck out to me. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you uh, did the same thing. Is there any like particular ones that
0: jump out or? Oh, I, I didn't make a list, but there were plenty that jumped out ooh. that I'd completely forgotten about. And I was like, ooh, I'd be interested in watching that. But uh, if you've got your list, hit me with it.
1: Oh, well, get ready for this, mate. First of all, Bad Boys 1. Didn't realize that that was a 1995 ba- yep. release. Yeah, Bad Boys 1. And also, is that Michael Bay's first movie?
0: Ooh, uh, it was probably his first notable movie yeah. that I can think of. Because it'd be nice to see uh, all those
1: painful, painful traits that we know now. Uh Coming, coming to this world. Yeah. Um. You've got you've got leaving Las Vegas, which I have never seen, and apparently it's uh, something you must as a as a cinema goer. Um. The Before Sunrise. Have you Have you seen the uh, the oh, whole Before Sunrise? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's see, great. Never seen it. I, I hear I've nothing but good the... things.
0: Oh really? Hmm. Never seen it. Well, well. If you want to see if you want to see two people walking around at night talking, <laughs> that's the film for you. Well, it, it is, it is, it is great. Luckily it, for me, I given like my stalker much, cre-
1: so. credentials, uh, that's, um, I'm pretty, pretty spot on. Uh, you got Die Hard with a Vengeance, which I'm absolutely thrilled is on here because I've always had a soft spot for it as the Die Hard movies go. Always had a soft mm. spot for it. I don't, I don't know what it is about it.
0: Previously had a sp- soft spot, but has changed for me. Oh but, really? Uh, yeah. We'll, Interesting. we'll get to that.
1: <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, obviously you got Babe, Ghost in the Shell. I'll be interested in I've, I've always had a little A little bit of love for, for the animes Akira is one of my Go-tos Because I'm that That kind of Nerdy guy Um And that's yeah, the only yeah, anime I'm, I'm, I'm as, uh, interested in that as, as white westerners watch Um But yeah Ghost in the Shell From what I know Is supposed to be good A real random one uh, I don't know if you've heard of it, Copycat. Ever heard yes,
0: of it? Yes, I, I I probably haven't seen Copycat since the 90s. Mm. I think I've seen it once and was surprised how much I enjoyed it. Yeah, so, yeah but that's uh, my exact... I kind of doubt that one's held up. Yeah, yeah, that's my
1: exact response, man. Like, I, Weirdly, weirdly, I remember um, catching it. It must have just been on TV, I don't know, just randomly watching it. And then realising, A, it's got Chagorny Weaver in, so obviously I'm on board. Um, she can do no wrong in my eyes you can 't make alien and then not get a free pass um yeah uh, and then <laughs> watched it and just genuinely really, really enjoyed it and I, I think it goes back to that kind of the rise of the the thriller in the in the nineties i I think it works on that it kind of hits all those all those beats um and then yeah, as i've mentioned you 've got desperado yeah. um which i 'm super keen to 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 give a watch and sudden death, sudden death. Happened in '95, guys. Okay, Jean John, John Claude's <laughs> crowning, crowning achievement in movies, '95. Oh, wow. But yeah, man, just a couple of like random ones. They're, they're, they're kind of just movies that I'm quite excited to kind of give that rewatch. Um I mean there are some awful yeah, movies as well as well but we'll, we'll get we'll get to those I'm sure.
0: Yeah. Well, I have a hat in my lap so I think it might be time to find out what we're going to have to watch for the next episode. This is
1: possibly the most exciting part of this uh, whole show. <laughs>
0: I'm a little I'm a little nervous. I've actually forgotten what I've put in here now. So <laughs> before we start
1: Fraser, can you describe the hat to our listeners?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Um it's a baseball cap that uh it smells of Fish,
1: fish, interesting. Um, <laughs> what, uh, what, what team? Uh,
0: no, it's not actually a baseball oh, team. Well, it's just some generic thing. Uh. It says, it says uh, "Black Rebel," which I'm hoping is not a racial. Style. Yeah,
1: well, I'm really hoping so too, Fraser. Otherwise, <laughs> we have a problem on our hands. Um, awesome. So, um, all right.
0: Let's I, have, do I, this. I, I have pulled. I have pulled something out of the hat, but I, I have I have not opened it. So, what we are watching before the next episode is. Da, da, da. Oh. Where is it? Interesting. Well, because you're such a huge comedy fan, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be watching Tommy Boy. Ah. Tommy Boy. Have you seen it?
1: No, I haven't. I saw it on many a list, no. many a 95 list, but uh, I yeah. unfortunately never had the opportunity.
0: Had you heard of it previously no. before uh, before researching for this? No, ah, no never okay. heard so of Tommy you're really boy. Going into the never dark Never seen on this
1: it. One. I have zero, zero idea what it's about. I'm assuming a boy um, uh, called cool. Tom?
0: <laughs> a man, yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's just a guess. Uh, yeah, Tommy is,
0: is, is his name. Yeah, it's Chris Farley and David Spade. So, uh, David okay. Spade, um, you know, kind of early in his career, and, uh, yeah. and from what I recall, Quite funny, um, but yeah, this is this is a. I think this is this will be interesting for you to watch because we've talked at length about. <laughs> well, interesting for both of us to watch because yeah. <laughs> we've talked at length about uh, the comedy of '95 sure. and whether it holds up, and I, this is um... one that I remember really liking so yeah yeah
1: i apologize now for my grumbly attitude on the uh, next podcast (laughs) when i come in saying god damn it this is why i hate comedies guys this is why i hate comedies um no yeah no excited man I, i like the work of david spade so hopefully
0: it's oh a, well, that's a, good. That's a, That's a plus because you're you're sounding like a bit of a sad sack when it comes to comedy. <laughs> you're like, oh, I know, but any time I, I know name of... Spader's on, yeah. I'm rolling on the floor laughing.
1: I kn- I know of comedians, right? I, I I know names of them. I've I've heard them before. Um, yeah, no, uh, yeah, <laughs> thrilled, thrilled. I mean, just glad to see it's not carnivore yeah. too. <laughs>
0: i actually left carnosaur 2 out of the hat because uh, i thought that's not really one i wanted to start true. with yeah
1: yeah you save that for the special right the christmas special <laughs> oh, I, i'm sure christmas carnosaur special. 2 oh, takes place will, at christmas it, right
0: it will make its, its way in the in the hat sorry
1: i'm sure carnosaur 2 takes place at christmas i'm sure they um uh oh, what's his name shane shane blackett right they just drop christmas in for for no apparent reason
0: <laughs> That's
1: how I remember Carnasaur 2 I don't, I don't know how you anyone, remember it. Man.
0: I don't think anyone's ever seen ever seen that film. Like, That's, also That's also true. it could Guns be about anything. Two. So <laughs> now I'm nervous that we're actually going to kind of be willing to see it. Oh god, I'm, I'm going to hold off on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Probably at the for moment, the I'm actually glad that I get to I get to watch *Tommy Boy* and I get to laugh and I get to enjoy myself rather and than I, watching some and
1: Fraser, crappy I'm happy film. For you, But you never know. I may I may you.
0: think this is a crappy film now.
1: Well, I I mean, uh, again, I I just look forward to seeing, A, the comedy of the times, how it plays. And yeah, I mean, I like watching movies, so here's a chance to watch a brand new one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, so can I recommend that all our listeners go watch this film? Uh, Our next episode will be in two weeks' time, so you've got plenty of time to uh, get your hands on the film and uh, and give it a watch. And then uh, we love... um, would love to hear anyone's thoughts as well. And I will read out any messages you guys send us uh, about the film. Uh, let's make it like a nice little community thing, I guess, like a big warm hug. Keen, because I do
1: not get enough hugs in my life. I would, uh, yeah, any any <laughs> online <laughs> ones, I would. You've had, you had a rough childhood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, Mum and Dad. you had a so, r- sorry rough childhood.
0: Not being hugged. Hate, <laughs> yeah. hating, Hate comedy. comedy what, films. What, even yeah. <laughs> what even
1: is life? What
0: even is life? It's all about just making you a better person
1: Yeah, this isn't about movies at all, is it? I've been specially selected.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I'm actually just your therapist. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: cheapest therapy a man can get.
0: <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you've got any feedback, we'd love to hear it. So you can contact us on Twitter at 1995 Rewind. Same goes for our Facebook and Instagram. And you can email us at 1995Rewind at gmail.com. And don't forget to leave us a uh, iTunes review um assuming you liked the first episode if you're a bit iffy on it maybe wait a few yeah. episodes i mean if you do like, hate oh, yeah, it five stars five stars if you do hate
1: it leave a review anyway we'll take it all right any reviews at this point we will take
0: well leave the review but still give the five <laughs> yeah, stars. yeah, yeah. Five please stars. that's all we are what ask. a pile of crap <laughs> all right bye everyone Bye.
1: Is that is that what happens? <laughs> Sweet